Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Wow! It's about time we get a new song from Jason Mraz. I thought it was JT. Oh my God, right? Because it kind of sounds like that. Can't help the feeling. Wow, I love Jason Mraz. Where's he been? He's been around. I haven't heard anything of note. Now, Donna, right. we have two Love choices. Ah. We are a fluid show. I'm just going to keep doing the white man's overbite. Yeah, you're doing a lot of lip biting right now, and it is a lot to look at. It's a lot to take in. Thank you. We can go to music news, or we can go to breaking New York City news about things that would only happen in New York City. Your I choice. would like, uh, here, I'll give you the headlines first, um, and then we'll go to breaking New York City news, Okay. Okay. Uh, Kenny Rogers is going to have a posthumous album featuring a Dolly Parton duet and some um, previously unreleased songs. That'll be coming out in June. Great. Okay, 12 songs. There you go. Um, and the other important thing is, eh, we don't care about Taylor Swift news. Uh, it's, it's not about Taylor Swift. It's just a stupid... People need to stop quoting her. Thank you. We need to stop quoting her. That's it. That's um, done. We appreciated it. Bye-bye. Congress ruined it for everybody. Reba McIntyre announced her new book, Not That Fancy. It's kind of a play on one of her songs. Fancy. Right. Uh, simple lessons on living, loving, eating, and dusting off your boots. There's a forward from Garth Brooks and over 50 recipes for meats, sides, and cocktails from uh, family traditions from Reba. There you go. There's your music news this morning. Bye. Mmm. Meats. I want meats today. You know what I want? Meat? Sushi. My sushi craving hasn't been satisfied. I had sushi a few times in the past two weeks. Like, I went twice in one week. I'm like, I'm just going to go get some sushi. Hmm. So uh, mine is not that strong. Thanks. Mine is strong. I hope you get some today. What's the breaking news? Is it <laughs> about a, you? No, it's such a great headline. This is such a great headline. I'm right, waiting. Here we go. New York City has officially hired its first ever rat czar. I knew it had to do with rats. Now, uh, they were looking for a rat czar last year, I thought. You're dang right they were, Donna. Yeah. And today, the news is there that they have found their person. New York City Mayor Eric Adams had an arduous search for a rat czar to help him eradicate those pest, pest, wow, pesty street creatures from the Big Apple. And now, Kathleen Karate has officially been appointed to the position. Here's how Mayor Eric Adams tweeted it out. New York City 
has done a lot to fight public enemy number one, rats. But to fully rat out the rodents, we need to get our city's first dedicated rat czar. Mm-hmm. Meet Kathy Karate. Here we go. With her knowledge, drive, and experience, the rats are going to hate her. Karate. Come on, man. Is this rat? Yes, yeah. it is rat. <laughs> you know they played this when she was being introduced. I hope it was her walk on music. <laughs> oh, my if God. If they produced it the it. right way. Karate previously worked with the Department of Education on rodent reduction initiatives in Manhattan, Brooklyn, and the Bronx. Here's what she says, Donna. The rats are speak. The rats are speaks and says during those years round I spent a lot. Sorry, Donna. The rats are speaking. During those years, I spent a lot of time. Donna, mm. your mic is still on and you're still singing while the rats are speaking. Well, at least I'm quoting the rats are. During those years, I spent a lot of time looking for signs of rats and working to end the conditions that allow them to thrive. Due to those efforts, says the rats are, nearly 70% of schools with persistent rat issues oh, ew. reach their compliance goals. No more, here's what she's going to do to New York, no more dirty curbs, unmanaged spaces, or brazen burrowing. There's a new sheriff in town, and with your help, <laughs> we'll send those rats packing. Ow! <laughs> so how much does a rat czar make? I'm going to say $100,000. I want everybody to right now think of what you make in doing whatever you do. And now know, had you landed the position as rats are, which I'm sure will be a lot of work. That is a salary of $155,000. How to much? To be the rats are, one fifty-five. What? Well, that's because no one wants to do it. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people are like, I'll take the rat job. And New York, $155,000 in New York, that kind of salary, that could get you a studio apartment <laughs> in a poor part of town. That's so expensive out there. According to LinkedIn, she also served as the sustainability manager for the Department of Education and currently works as the director of space planning. She's been in the organization for seven years. Point is, she knows how to work in public spaces. She knows how to try to make them better. And she's dealt with rats before. And also... If you ever feel like you watch a New York City movie and you think, oh, man, living in New York looks so magical. I bet your kids aren't coming home with rat issues. Hmm. But apparently a lot of schools in New York were coming home with rat issues, so much so that they had to celebrate that 70% of those rat issues had seen a decline. It's been a problem for a very long time. Decades and decades. Oh, my gosh. How about this? Okay. So, you know, I saw the biggest roach I've ever seen in my life when I was 12 years old in New York. The thing was reading the paper. I mean, this guy was big. I took a picture of him with my disposable camera. Well, you've never lived in Georgia then. Well, we just were at a motel oh, in right. Georgia, and there was a roach down there. But, guys, yesterday, I or two days ago, I was in Egan, Minnesota. Never heard of it. And I'm on the phone, and I look down, and on this sidewalk, minding his own business, is this giant, hard-bodied, dark insect that had... Tell me what I saw. Okay. It had... I'm telling you, Donna, it was probably about two or three inches long, probably an inch thick, and at the top of its face, it had two curved-in... Tentacles? Pincer kind of things. Not tentacles. They looked like they were going to be... Not like feet. (laughs) 
What do you mean, like feet? Oh, I mean like pinchy things? Like I do. Yeah, that's different. Oh, okay. But no, not like, like clomper claws, but they look like they were like pincers, like to come together and like grab, you take the right. I'm so grossed out by what you're saying. Is it a beetle? It's got to be a beetle of some sort. Well, are they making beetles this big now? What do I search? Different kind of beetles? There's all kinds. There's, right, I'm going to search uh, big beetles. There's stag beetle. Beetle. Maybe it was a beetle. Periodical cicada. It was a beetle. Was the pincer on the back or the front? Front. It's like an earwig has those little pincer looking things on the back. Nope. I okay. think what I saw was a was a large flying beetle. <gasps> Gross. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. They got little pinchers. Oh, these things are from hell itself. Oh, God in heaven. We must eradicate these. Get no, the rats there's got to the be a reason thing. for them. You know what I saw this morning? Let's talk about nature for a moment. Okay. And I took video of it. I saw two birds doing a fancy dance, if you know what I'm saying. Um, like on... a mating dance. Oh, okay. And then there were two other birds just a few feet away doing the same thing. Like one was kind of chasing the other. And then there were three. And I'm like, wow, now they're having an orgy. What's going on? Well, it's like Woodstock out there. <laughs> but I would have thought that baby birds would already be close to like, be. I don't I don't know what the gestation no, they're period not. is. No, because we always have eggs. There's always a nest in, in May, eggs. Yeah, June. Okay, same. I saw a bird. I think I saw not the dance, the not the 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 lead up. I think I saw the action. There was a male guy that got right on top of the girl yes, guy. It got close, and then went right on her back. And I think that's where birds do it. I don't think they do it belly to belly. I think they do it belly to back. I think most animals do it belly to back. If you want to call it a belly, okay. Yeah, I think breast they... to back. I don't know. Whatever. Front to back. Yeah. Like the male animal is always in the back. Yes. Correct. So if a bird gets impregnated through the base of their tail, then I saw it happen. And now I feel kind of like a godfather in this situation. I can't wait for my babies, my my feather babies to be born. I struggle with the term fur baby. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to send you this video. Bye-bye now. (laughs) No explanation. (laughs) Serves the show in no way. No, I'll post it on Twitter or something, okay? You took video of the birds? Yes, I just said that. I I said I took video of it. Oh, you creep. Creep? I didn't know what they were doing. Oh, I bet you didn't. Wow. All right, you... Nasty. Then We're it turned into a, a threesome. It was just very okay, Donna. It, yeah, there comes a third guy. We're gonna take a break. <laughs> when we come back, speaking of Beatles, uh, this day in history is a meaningful one for the Beatles. We'll travel back in time when we return on Donna. And- hey, good morning. Welcome back, Donna and Steve on my talk 1071. Everything entertaining. A couple of follow ups, real quick. Donna sent me a video of the uh, the robins that were maybe doing the ritual to make baby robins. Mm-hmm. And then you sent me the video, and my first blush was, no, those are two dudes who are fighting because they look exactly the same. And most birds look different. The males look different than the females. The males are usually more colorful, and the females usually more blendy uh, which is meant to be like sort of a protection for them to be able to stay with the babies at the oh. nest and not get noticed. However... I did look up the difference between male and female robins, and they are nearly identical. So perhaps that was a rough encounter. 
Oh, so you're sticking with your story that it was a fight? No, no. I'm saying it may have been like a rough, intimate encounter because they looked like they were really going crazy on your grass. It looked yeah, like they were it was fighting. a neighbor's grass, but yeah, and and yeah, and then a third one came in, and I'm like, okay, now this is feeling a little rapey, just not safe. Like a not safe. You felt yes. bad for one of the birds. Yes, like, like I wanted to save the bird and be like, okay, guys, that's enough. Thank you. I'll post it, and then we'll get people's opinions on Twitter. Okay, not quite the David Attenborough of the Twin Cities. <laughs> Give us grace, everyone. We're we're too human. I just try to like say it so people understand, so I don't have to beat around the bush. So okay, all right. The uh, other update. Yes. What's another update that we have? Mike has this one. We had a couple of callers uh, follow in. Apparently, at the end of the nine o'clock hour, you guys talked about Arnold Schwarzenegger doing a really nice deed of filling a pothole. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a pothole at all. Los Angeles <laughs> Department of Public Works say to NBC LA, it was actually a part of a uh, scheduled service trench that was related to some active work that was being done in the area, <laughs> and that they're now delayed. <laughs> it's unexpected to be done until the end of May now. Mm. <laughs> oh, it was a gas funny. project that there's a bunch of them around that area and uh, yeah they've been, they've been there. it was put you there know, it's <laughs> funny because I thought you don't think LA would really get potholes aggressively like we do because I think potholes come as a result of intense physical weathering science class right sure extreme hot extreme cold these can really but wow Wonder if the governor's going to come out and do a follow-up video. Dig it up. Dig it up. And then give Dig details on how to file a pothole claim accurately. So if you want those details, you can check out the Public Works website <laughs> for L.A. That's That is so great. funny. And he's making it like he's this big Now hero. we were waiting. Someone's got to do it. It's got to be me. That's so great. I don't remember what we were supposed to do here, so I'm going to go. No, Donna, you can't leave. Contractually, you have to stay till 12. Oh, that's right. All right. I have some fun facts. Uh, we were talking about Beatles earlier, actual Beatles, a horrifying one that I saw in Egan, which looked like it was walking into a men's warehouse to be fitted for a suit. This thing was huge. And now we talk about other Beatles. In the year 1965, on this day, the Beatles won Grammys for Best New Artist and Best Performance by a Vocal Group for A Hard Day's Night. That year's Best Instrumental Performance, by the way, the Pink Panther theme, won a Grammy that year. So good. So good. And you know, oh if you played God, it for I kids. Oh my God, I love it. I wish that was our, our theme song. Play it for kids and they just won't even know. It won't ring any bells. But they'll love it. I. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Bet. I'm sure they will. Hmm. Ba-dum-ba-dum-t. Great. We used to watch the Pink Panther cartoon a lot. We did too. My brother loved it. Then there were those movies. I never really got into the movie ones. I just liked the cartoon. I'd like to introduce my kids to the Pink Panther. You should. He was cool. Yeah, he was cool, man. Sometimes he'd wear those caps, you know? No? I think like Sherlocky caps? Yeah. Yeah. On this day, 58 years ago, though, the Beatles were so new that they won Best New Artist. Oh, my gosh. What year? 58 years ago, 1965. Wow. It's hard to believe there was a time when no one knew who the Beatles were in 1964. And then a year later, they would be known roughly 60 years later. Yeah. Great band. Can you say thank you, Steve? May I have another? Thank you, Steve. May I please have another? On this day, 41 years ago, 1982, David Crosby was arrested for the second time in three weeks with drugs. The cops found him in his dressing room with cocaine. Hmm. I wonder how the cops got access to his dressing room. I don't need to see a warrant first, your honor. Hmm. Hmm. On this day, 29 years ago in 1994, Billy Joel officially what? What year? Uh, 1994. 29 years ago today. On this day, Billy Joel officially what? Do you know it, Mike? How about this? I'm going to do blank, blank. Okay. Billy Joel officially blank, blank, Christy Brinkley. Divorced Christy Brinkley. Separated from. Yes, we'll take that. Okay, thank you. It was 26 years ago. Everybody's going to feel old now. 26 years ago that Tiger Woods became the youngest golfer to win the Masters. He did it at the age of 21, 26 years ago. He was the first player of at least partly African heritage to claim a major golf title. Tiger went on to win his fourth Masters just eight years later in 2005. He won his fifth 14 years after that in 2019. He withdrew from this year's Masters tournament after just barely making the cut. Plantar fasciitis had started to act up. There's video of him limping like a big dog. That's like a serious problem for people. You're telling me? Like regular people. I suffer from it. You You need to have surgery. I can't do my feet. Why is Matt Belanger sending us foot texts at 6 a.m. in the morning? I thought it was coming from you and that (laughs) Matt was copied on it. No, he Mm. sent a text message in the 6 a.m. hour about what our feet are going to look like (laughs) in the future. (laughs) Like our descendants, and their feet look whack. And I said, that's what mine look like now. (laughs) I thought he actually got a picture of my feet. Oh, man. Oh, feet are just awful. All right, let's move on. They're very pterodactyl-y. Thanks. (laughs) Okay. You know what, Donna? Um... We're gonna, we got to be on for another hour and a half, all right, all, right? all right? All right, I'll pull it together. We have a game that's coming up next. You're barely winning the game. I could tie the game. That could be very exciting. Uh, that's coming up 
next, by the way. Um, by the way, eight years ago, Avengers Age of Ultron premiered in Los Angeles. Just another little time warp there. There was almost a decade ago. We're getting old. We're getting old. Yeah, by the minute. We are getting old. Uh, the College of Pop Culture Knowledge is a game that we play every day at 1030. We're going to play that. Donna's up 42 to 41. This could be the day that I tie. I really hope we have a caller who calls in, recognizes mathematically that I am the underdog, and teams up with me. Here's the catch. Ain't nobody know the topic yet except for Zamboni. Yeah. He will reveal that after the break, but you can call now if you'd like to play along. 651-641-1071. Again, the number is 651-641-1071. College of Pop Culture Knowledge. That's next. This is the Donna and Steve Experience. Oh, hey, guys, it's Donna for Spire Credit Union. You know what? I got to tell you, a truly free checking account is not a thing of the past. Not at Spire anyway. And I'm not kidding. You can enjoy no monthly maintenance free uh, fees, excuse me, free bill pay, e-statements, a Spire debit card, plus even manage your finances on the go if you want. Oh, and Spire's signature Visa credit card. It'll earn you rewards, but also gives back a quarter percent to the community with every purchase. Spire has 22 locations all over the place, and they have been in the people helping people business since 1934. Their staff is friendly, experienced, they're going to take care of you and make it super easy too. I can promise you that. I've been with Spire myself for a long time, and I'm not the only one who thinks they are great. They've been named Minnesota's Best Credit Union by Forbes and the Star Tribune. Visit MySpire.com to learn just how simple it is to open a free checking account. $100 minimum opening deposit required. All right, we're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. I am killing Steve in this game. Okay. It's very exciting for me. It's time to go to college. college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. Yes, we're ready to find out that very question between the two of you. It's the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. And today... Yes! Super Mario Brothers is in movie theaters right now. It, of course, had a dominant opening weekend, a weekend that was so good, it actually was the highest-grossing animated weekend opening box office film of all time. That shot it all the way up to number 66 on the list of highest-grossing animated films. And today, we are looking at that particular list. Highest-grossing animated films is our theme today for the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. And Danette's going to play with us. Hey, Danette! Danette. Danette, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good. How about you? All right, we're doing great. Uh, we had a swing and a miss earlier this week, and so now we have an attempt for you to get back on top today. Fill us in. What's next in your day before we play the game? Um, Yard work. Oh, that's I'm great. I'm just going to go out and pick up the stuff that didn't get picked up last fall. Yeah, that's right. That's kind of considered a moving meditation, Danette. So many sticks. Oh. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's a pain. Now, so, the topic has to do with Super Mario. Actually, animated movies. A- animated movies, yep. excuse me. Super Mario just smashed at the box office. It's got like over $350 million worldwide. It's insane. So now, the question is, who do you want to team up with? Stevie Boy, who watches a lot of animated movies with four children, or Donna, who mostly watches Dateline? 
<laughs> that is true. Uh, I was going to go with Donna because you, uh, you've you let me down twice now, Steve. But, uh, Third time's a charm, Danette. Huh? Third time's a charm. All right. Last chance. I'm going to go with Steve. Okay, bye. I really want to win this bye. for Danette. All right. All right, Danette, we're going to put you on hold. This is your last chance. If you don't do it for her this time, she's never going to pick I you never. ever this again. Will be a, this is you're right, Mike. This is going to be a lifetime ban. <laughs> All right, again, animated movies, top grossing animated movies, the theme for today. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, this highest grossing non-Disney or Pixar film on the list is, or I should say the highest, is Shrek 2. It is actually at number 14. Mike Myers voiced the titular lead character of that movie, his fellow SNLer actually recorded a huge chunk of the dialogue and was set to star before tragically needing to be replaced. Chris Farley. If Mario wants to crack the top two, he's going to need to pass this pair of movies. The original shot to number one in 2013, and then it was passed by its sequel in 2019. Frozen. Appearing in all five films in the Despicable Me Minions universe, Felonis Grew is voiced by this actor, most famous for an Americanized TV character. Steve Carell. All right. Feel pretty good about Confidently those. rolled through those. Yeah, Danette, he was uh, rolling through those pretty quickly. Your thoughts? You heard them all? They all sound good to me. Okay. Let's go, Danette. Let's uh, go ahead and, uh, uh-oh, her her face when she... <laughs> oh, because of the time Your that we face didn't when you realized. <laughs> hey, Donna. You, were, come you on being ready serious right now? Yeah. Of course we're being serious. Mm-hmm. Why would I ever joke about something like this? Oh, no. Fine. You're going to do great. And by great, Donna, you actually could send this into overtime. I think it really comes down to one question. Oh, no. And I think that one question is the first question. Oh, no. That's my guess. So with that being said, here we go. Are you ready, Donna? Mm -mm. (laughs) Ready or not, here we go. The highest grossing non-Disney or Pixar film on the list is Shrek 2 at number 14. Mike Myers voiced the titular lead character. This fellow SNLer actually recorded a huge chunk of the dialogue and was set to star in the film before tragically needing to be replaced. Yeah, it's a fat guy in a little suit. That is Chris, Chris, Chris. Oh, my. Oh, boy. Farley. Chris Farley. If Mario wants to crack the top two, he's going to need to pass this pair of movies. The original was shot uh, in 2013. It went up to number one. Then it was passed by its sequel in 2019. Oh, God. Oh, God. I pass. Appearing in all five of the Despicable Me Minions Universe films, Felonis Grew is voiced by this actor, most famously known for an Americanized TV character. Americanized TV character that is, what's his face, Ricky Gervais. Wow. Actually, that was like oddly cr- correct and wrong in the same. It yeah, was the most was... correct wrong answer you could get. Exactly. Yeah. Um, we'll start with that one just because it was it's fascinating. Let me you guess. With Ricky Gervais. Uh, how about Steve Carell? There you go. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So Got Steve it. Carell is the correct answer for that third one. Steve did get that one correct. Nicely done. <laughs> the first one, it took you a second, but you got there. Chris Farley actually voiced 85% of the dialogue before having to be replaced by Mike Myers. Crazy. Which we found out originally did it all in his own voice and then did it with his Scottish accent yesterday. I think we talked about that and then finally uh this one though so uh right now it's a two one lead for steve if mario wants to crack the top two he's going to need to pass this pair of movies the original shot to number one in 2013 and then it was passed by its sequel in 2019 lion king that movie was frozen 
Let it go. Let it go. Three for three. Yeah. Steve ran right through it. Three for three. Yeah. Da-da, da-da. And with Eat that, it. not only are we all tied up at 42 apiece, but Danette is going to be uh, getting a pair of movie passes to see an advanced screening of Polite Society on Monday, the 24th at AMC Southdale. Congratulations, Yay, Danette. Danette. Thank you. Thanks. Good job, Steve. Danette, I knew it was going to happen sooner or later. Third time, in fact. <laughs> Was the charm? Hey, you've got an opportunity. Tell Donna to eat it. Hmm. No, I can't do that. Sure, you can, Danette. You can do anything you want, anything you put your mind no. to. Yeah. All right. We love uh, you, Danette. Danette's too nice to Danette, say that. Thank thanks you for, for nothing. We love you. Bye. Right. Mail time. It's always nice when a complaint comes in for Mike. Oh, yes, we love a complaint. Ooh, I'm taking the call, but I won't have to take it now. <laughs> Please yeah. hold on the call. Hold on, Danette. Danette. Please stay on hold. Uh, we've got grievances to be shared. This Beverly says, fed with love, Mike reads the questions for College of Pop Culture Knowledge too fast. We're trying to play along. Just please stop using the timer. Please, please, please. Now, that- Steve, we did stop using the timer when Matt Belanger was in because oh. both of them hate the timer aspect. And if we just kind of like poke them a little bit and like poke both of you a little bit and say, hey, we need an answer. And if you don't give it in a certain amount of time. Oh, no, he's yeah, saying yeah, no. Yeah, no yeah, chance. Yeah, yeah, this is yeah, Beverly, yeah. Beverly, yeah. Beverly, baby. You know, I love you. Yeah, yeah. That being said, no, you just need to listen better. <laughs> and the only reason I said it as fast as I did this time is Help because me. she took a long time to come up with Chris Farley. I know. I was like, you know, Chris, the guy. I wanted to make sure we could get through them all. Now, I will say this. But I will slow down. I will say this. If you wanted to come up with a five-second longer timer and move it from 30 to 35 or 40, I'm open to that. But just from a radio production standpoint, having something to sort of drive the car there, you know, it it helps. You're right. It's kind of like on Pyramid. There was always music on Pyramid, Bev. What about Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, Bev? Wait, she said this with love. Why am I getting Yeah, angry? she sure did. Sorry, Bev. That's my fault. Tell her you did. I have an Aunt Bev. Love. Bev. Right. Can I All call right. you Aunt Bev? New Bev? I have a tip. Oh, you want to uh, make it official? Yes, I would. All right. Time for a tip. What? Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show is getting tipsy. This qualifies as a tip for beef jerky lovers, which should be everyone. When's the last time you pounded your own bag of beef jerky, Donna? I don't do beef jerky. I do turkey jerky, and I love it, and I can't stop eating it. You ever go to that place at the State Fair? They sell some nice jerky up in the Northwoods part of the State Fair. Yes, they do. And down in South Dakota, they have some really good jerky. They have an entire store with like different flavors and yeah. yeah. I know, right? They have one of those in Breckenridge, Colorado as well. Yeah. And it was, you get samples. Oh, they're so good. So great. Anyway, for my uh, for my beef jerky loving buddies, Frito-Lay partnered with Jack Link's Beef Jerky for a new kind of beef jerky that is supposed to taste like spicy, sweet, chili Doritos. That sounds good. Now, they're not doing it with nacho or Cool Ranch flavors yet. I would be very open to the Cool Ranch situation. Oh, gosh, I love Cool Ranch. Yeah, it's really good. Those are good. So good. Uh, But it kind of opens the door. There's a relationship that's happening here, so I'm sure they've got to watch the sales of this, see how they do. They're doing a flaming Hot flavor as well, but apparently just the hot 
part does not taste like Doritos or Cheetos in that case. Uh, the new flavors are also being offered as meat sticks, which are kind of their version of Slim Jims. Hmm. Frito Lay claims that fans have become loyal to their iconic flavors, so they're looking for ways to offer them in a new form, and this time it's through jerky form. Okay. You ever dehydrated your own meat? Mm. <laughs> Is that a euphemism? It's not, Donna. Donna, it's <laughs> not. We're talking about dehydrating actual beef. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. The answer is no. Oh, gosh. Thank you. What is your problem? <laughs> what is your problem? Now, listen. My brother Josh got a beef jerky uh, dehydrator a few Christmases ago, Christmas, and it come. You know what they give you? So you get like this meat, Donna, and you stick it into this. <laughs> Donna, are you fourteen years old? I guess. And a boy, presumably. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now listen. It comes with this tube. You stick the beef into the tube, and then you pull this handle, and it essentially, there's like a flat nozzle on the front, and then it squirts out the beef like it would a stick of chewing gum. That's sort of a shape, but mm. bigger. And then you just see this rectangular ribbon of raw beef come out of the beef tube, and then you put that into the dehydrator. That's how you get it to be shaped like beef jerky. Not a euphemism. Still not a euphemism. Still okay. just. How'd you get through those dehydrator infomercials back in the day? Was that a struggle for you? Don't remember them. You don't remember them? Is that uh, Ron Popeil? Yes. Oh, I think I do actually. You did. May I ask respectfully if Ron Popeil is still with us? Can't say for sure. We'll look it up. He, is, he is not. Unfortunately, he is not. Sorry. God rest his soul. He entertained our family on many a Saturday afternoon. My dad liked watching the dehydrator infomercials. We'd, <laughs> we'd watch it. Set it and forget it was a phrase everyone in the house knew. I got into Jack LaLanne briefly, too, when I was a child. Started doing push-ups and stuff. Oh, he used to have his little dog, um, his white dog, Queenie, with him. There'd be like, you know, like little 30-minute, 15-minute little segments, exercise. Anybody? Do you remember the show Sit and Be Fit? No. It was a woman who was seated in a chair, and it was for the elderly who had mobility problems, and they would sit, and then they would just do little things like, and lift your left leg up and spin your ankle around. And I watched that crap. I binged it hard. <laughs> she would sometimes just move her pinky. I think it was just like sort of basic motor skill function stuff, and I was like, hey, what do I have to lose here? And look at my motor skills today, Donna. Outstanding. You, you said that in past tense. Um, 
18 seasons of Sit and Be Fit. And according to this, it's still to this day being shown on YouTube. Come on. Shut up, really? I'm not right, joking. Right, well, we come back after the break. Mike, we need to <laughs> wow. find a sit and be fit so you can hear you some it. of these exercises. Um, so we'll do that. Do we have something else on tap that we'd like to uh, talk you know to our what? friends about? Yeah, are we going to talk about the sit and be fit when we come back? Because I have something to say. About sit and be fit? Yeah, I think I see commercials for it on Instagram. But. Oh, oh. We're going to talk about it. We'll get into it all when we return. You're listening to Donna. I'm so excited for spring and summer, knowing that cabin season at my place means no hard or rusty water. It means clean, clear, soft water, all thanks to Aquarius Home Services. They installed my non-electric Kinetico water treatment system. And now when I get out of the shower, I no longer look like I just got a spray tan. That's a rusty water joke. Instead, I have cleaner, softer skin. Aquarius does it all. In addition to water treatment, they do heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical. Find them at AquariusHomeServices.com. Come. Thank you for listening. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. The internet is such a cool place sometimes. Not always, but sometimes. We got into talking about dehydrators, Ron Pope Peel, then Jack LaLanne. And then it reminded me of this show I used to watch. I think it was on WQED, the PBS affiliate in Pittsburgh. Mm. And it was a show called sit and be fit and um you've never seen it donna i don't think so it's not really ringing a bell so it's kind of a bunch of people uh seated in chairs and she speaks with a gentle voice let's play a little bit of the intro and that'll set the table and then uh mike has another clip of a famous person uh appearing on this show but here's the intro if you're looking for a workout with personality this is it don't go away Sit and Be Fit is a tone and stretch exercise program designed to strengthen muscles and improve joint flexibility. Not all exercises are suitable for everyone. Consult your doctor before beginning this exercise program. Our instructions and advice are in no way intended as a substitute for medical counseling. It kind of Hi, I'm Marianne Wilson. Hey, Mary. Thank you for joining us. You're welcome. The exercise program you are about to do is effective for any age. Oh. But it was specially designed for anyone needing slow, gentle movement. Okay. All you need is a chair that touches your back while your feet are flat on the floor. Okay. If your back is not touching, put something firm behind your back for that necessary support. Okay. Like a pillow or blanket. Got it. Place your exercise towel and Dynaband on the back of your chair. Remember, you can substitute a hand towel or a bath towel for the exercise towel and Dynaband. Will do. Now, let's get ready for a great workout. Oh, I like the leg warmers. Nice touch. So, first of all, I love that she starts by saying, what a bold claim. <laughs> if you're looking for a workout, she says, while seated and never to stand. <clears throat> if you're looking for a workout with lots of personality, this is it. Kudos to you, Marianne Wilson. Name it and claim it, sister. Speak it into the universe because you would not, a bystander wouldn't walk past that and say, now that workout looks like it has a lot of personality. (laughs) You know what I mean? It looks functional. It looks like it certainly serves a purpose for the right folks. Uh, But Marianne Wilson just was crushing it. And then she would do things like, now just pick up your knee and we'll roll our ankle and we'll roll it again to the left. This time to the right. So I think as a child, I would half like make fun of it. I just thought it was so silly. 
especially after I was roiding out with Jack LaLanne. But it was just, <laughs> but then I couldn't turn away from it. She's a little bit of a Bob Ross vibe to her. Yes, yes, which I don't like. It's almost like teaching kindergarten, kindergartners, gardeners, kindergartners. You're doing fine. Kindergarten. Let's do it again. Now, Mike found the same clip that I found earlier where she was like, hey, let's say hi to Frank. And then it was like, wait a minute. That's Uncle Frank from Jimmy Kimmel. Now, he has since passed, but Mm. he was a staple of Jimmy Kimmel Live for a while. Here's that. Exercises to your comfort level. It's time for your tip and challenge of the day. Frank, Jimmy tells me that you have a certain way of checking yourself over in the morning. Can you tell me about it? Okay. Every morning when I wake up, I want to see how I am. So I wake up, I get out, jump out of bed, walk out of I touch my feet to see if they're all right, and my ankles, and my knees, so far so good, my hips, stomach, chest, shoulders, my head, that's important. <laughs> I could reach, um, and if I'm fine, I swear to God, then I go on for the day. <laughs> and I God, I swear to God. <laughs> Wait, pause right there, pause yeah. right there. I just love that Uncle Frank adds in, like, I swear to God, like, I know you're sitting there, and you can't even believe the story I'm telling you right now. And you think that after I've checked myself out physically and everything is okay, then I go about my day. But I'm telling you, I swear to God, that's what I do. <laughs> okay, I got one for you guys. I got one for you. All right. Try the prancer size, lady. All right. I put a link there. I would start it right around, like, 120. Okay, this is great. We're looking at retro <laughs> workout videos. I don't videos. even think this is that old. Is this real, though? Yes. All right, you ready? Okay. Oh my gosh. It's really hot. <laughs> no, this isn't Prancer. real. It's Prancer size. This is real. Oh my gosh. A fitness workout. And excuse me, she could use a longer shirt. Donna. <laughs> Golly. I mean, for the love. She She's wearing white leggings. With leg warmers that aren't even warming her legs. They're just like bracelets on her ankles. Just a pair of shorts would go a long way here, I think. <laughs> Looks a little... She gets her chest into it? Like... But I mean, lady. And she's wearing like a pearl necklace and dangly earrings. Oh, now my she, gosh. On her website, uh... Uh, it's... <laughs> What is oh she wearing? This is like porn. No, Donna. She can see everything. It, she <laughs> needed to do a different outfit. Someone needed to look at that and post and say, and ooh, go, mom, you know what? G- no, Mom. You're... <laughs> <laughs> I remember when she starts prancing. Now, there's prancersize.com, and on that, she is oh, walking right beside an absolutely <laughs> photoshopped white horse. How can you tell? <laughs> what a discerning eye you must have. Prancersize.com? They say it is, uh, the, uh, it's a fitness revolution. And half, of, she, half of her foot's missing and the back leg of the horse is gone. Yeah, but details, schmeetails. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Um, Prancersize is defined as, quote, a springy, rhythmic way of moving forward, similar to a horse's gait, and ideally induced by elation. What? This form of movement, along with dietary and spiritual principles, can create the most satisfying, holistic, and successful fitness program one could hope to experience. I am not sure that I agree with that claim. Okay, and they're doing it with these horses, and the horses are trying so hard to get away from them. There's two people now, 
And they're just following the horses. And the horses are like, get the bleep away from me, you weirdos. Please check out the t-shirts. Oh, no. I think we need to get one. Oh, my gosh. I want a t-shirt. This is very culty feeling. Yes. Very um, much so. Yeah, you can get the book. I don't want the book. I want the t-shirt. Oh, my gosh. She's like bucks. floating in the clouds in one of these <laughs> with the, the horse in the middle. Oh, man. What? Wow! Yeah, the lady's t- oh, name t-shirts. is Joanna Rohrback. Sixteen million views on YouTube. I don't think people are participating. I'm just going to put it out there. Thanks. If you click on new blog, the last entry was from 2016. Okay. Okay. Do we know if she's still with us? I hope. I hope so. I hope so too. Okay. Hope she got um, some new pants. Yes, she posted something on her personal Facebook page on April 10th. So she's good. Great. Do we get her on the show? No. I'm just no, asking. I can't. I would never make it through with a straight face. Oh, and now yeah. there's a prancer size. She did a prancer size commercial with Dennis Rodman. Wow. <laughs> it was for pistachios. I would like to see the t-shirt, and I think that should be our state fair shirt. Oh, man, that was a lot. <laughs> I did not anticipate what we did. Well, you are welcome. That was fun. Oh, man. Uh, hey, by the way, Kelly Ripa and Mark Consuelos, they start their show um, Monday on Monday. So they're on the cover of People magazine right now. So we get, keep getting these little blurbs that come out about them leading up to it. They have a cute new commercial out, too. And he's like, hey, what do you want to do today? She's like, um, our show. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's right. But cute. she said the reason that they're still together, because they fight. She says, I don't understand when people say we never fight. I go, oh, they're in trouble. Because wouldn't you just have a lot of pent? Doesn't that mean if you're one of those couples who say we never fight? And I get it, fights. We never argue. Whatever. Right. That makes me feel like you're not openly communicating, and or, you are choosing to just stuff stuff down. I feel like that's something someone would say up to five years in a relationship. After five years, sure, I would question the truth of that statement. Yeah, we argued just last night. Oh, I love it. Frustrated and seeing things very differently. Ooh, do you want to share? Donna! What? No, it's fine. We we resolved, made up. We're getting better. We're getting better as time goes on. All right. Get your stuff out. Be quick to forgive. Move on along with your day. Oh, that's sweet. Whatever, Donna. I have to go take a break. Fine. I'll come back at 11.